So we have a whole process called from idea to implementation that we utilize in my business where I can kind of just brain dump my ideas onto my team. They build out a project plan. We'll review it together. I give them some feedback. They fine tune it and then they build it out in ClickUp, which is our product management tool. They assign the team members, they set the timelines, and then they oversee the delivery and the implementation of that project. Welcome to the Seven Figure Freedom Podcast, where ambitious CEOs turn to transition from being the doer of the business to being the leader of the empire. I am Madeline White Silva. I'll share my real life struggles and breakthroughs as I've scaled my businesses and grown a team that run the day to day without me, so that now I run my seven figure business on three day work weeks. Join our community of visionary entrepreneurs and transformational leaders as we create lasting impact, financial freedom, and an awesome, rewarding life with a powerhouse team by your side. So today I want to talk to you about one of the biggest things that really has helped me to create that seven-figure freedom, and it's building my business around three-day work weeks. So I want to share with you where I spend my time, how I structure my work to make three-day work weeks possible, and also how I decided to go down to three-day work weeks and how I made it happen. Because one thing that I've noticed is that us visionaries, we need lots of spaciousness to create the vision and keep feeling inspired about what we want to create next. All the doing, the hustle, the grind really drains us. You know, being stuck in managing projects and team, managing the details, tracking things in the business is just almost makes the vision feel a little lost at times, right? And so... Taking more time for yourself actually contributes to the growth of your business because you become a better decision maker and a better problem solver. Even though it feels super counterintuitive to take time away, um, I remember this time I was at a women's retreat and (laughs) away for like four days for my business. And I remember the very first night I almost had a complete meltdown with one of the leaders because... I felt like I just had to get back home and keep working because there was so much work that needed to get done and I just couldn't be there anymore. And she kind of talked me off the ledge and I ended up staying and I had the most amazing time and nothing broke in my business. But at the moment when I was there, it felt like almost life and death, right? So there's moments where we just get so caught up in managing the day-to-day of the business that we kind of lose sight but where we are going with the bigger picture. And I first started noticing this a lot when I took vacations and I would be sitting with my feet in the sand, hanging out with my guy and having a really good time and, you know, feeling relaxed. And all of a sudden I would have these big downloads solving some of the biggest problems in my business. Things that I have been beating my head against the wall for the last three to six months. And I just couldn't figure out how to solve something. All of a sudden, I would have this download. And it would be elegant and simple and so obvious in that moment. I was like, duh, how did I not think about this before? And I realized, you know, that when we take time away, we get a shift in perspective. And Einstein says, right, that you can't solve a problem from the same perspective that it was created. 
And so taking that time away shifted my perspective. And I saw things from a totally different view. And all of a sudden, I could see the possibilities. Because so often when we get stuck in the doing, there are no possibilities. We like in the dead end street, right? Like we're just in a cul-de-sac going around and around the circles. We don't really know how to get out of there. But when we take those moments and start unplugging from the hustle, things really shift. And so that was really powerful for me to start seeing. That's really what got me starting thinking about it. And for any of you who are watching this video and you are going like, oh my God, that must be nice for you. Three-day work week, okay. And there's no way in hell that you can see yourself being able to take any time away. Maybe you, like me, when I was at that women's retreat, just feeling almost like in a panic when you take time away because there's just so much work getting piled up when you're not there doing it and you worry about the things that are going to go sideways and the messes you're going to have to clean up when you get back. Totally get it. Like I said, I've been there. And, and the reality is that when we start shifting our perspective, there's more possibilities that opens up for us, right? And so what really has helped me make it happen is structure. Again, so counterintuitive, especially for visionary creative people, right? To think that structure is going to help us. But in my world, structure really equals freedom. And so there was a way of, of really helping me to get out of not constantly having to make decision of what to do next, or if I needed to be in the office, like that constant decision-making, putting my, me in that decision-making process where I had to make a choice, I would oftentimes just override my need for relaxation and go right into work mode. So structure really helped me to unplug in the beginning. So I started it all very gradually. The very first thing was like, I just started noticing that when I stepped away, I had this big downloads. So the first thing I did was to start taking long weekend trips four or six times per year. You know, I just tried to pile it in and I would take, you know, we would take four or five days off every time and just really unplug, try to be completely unplugged. So, you know, this is where we went. We spent a lot of time in New Orleans. We went to New York City, Maui a lot, Big Sur. We went to tons of music festivals. It's one of my favorite ways to just be in the flow. Telluride, Blues and Brews, Telluride skiing, you know, just kind of fun little weekend longer trips. So, and then my guy, he started working four days. So he was working four days, 10 hour days. So he was starting to take Fridays off every single week. So when I saw that and knowing that I'm an entrepreneur, my schedule is kind of flexible. I decided to take Fridays off so that we would have three days off together every single weekend. And I just blocked off Fridays from my calendar. So nobody could book any times with me on Fridays. And here's the key thing. So that's the key thing about the structure, right? Is to put in that, making my calendar be the boundary. So I don't constantly have to hold that boundary. And, and so that made it a little bit easier to make that transition. Then the next year, his schedule shifted. And now he was still working four days, 10 hour days. But instead of having Fridays off, he had now Mondays off. So that kind of messed up our whole schedule, right? And so I started taking Mondays off too. 
And I just never added in the Fridays back into the mix because they already had those off. Nobody expected for me to show up on Fridays. This already was kind of part of the, the business schedule. And so I just did the same thing to my Mondays. I just blocked it off my calendar, cleaned up all my appointments and just left the Tuesday, Thursdays and Wednesdays for appointments times. So that's how it all started. And I started to run my business in all three-day work weeks. So how do I actually spend my time? So I spent a fair amount of time being available to my team. I actually don't spend that much time with my team. I would, we do a 30-minute team meeting every week and we do a 30-minute team training. Well, usually I share some big picture views, our vision, where we're going, bigger, bigger picture pieces and structure that we're putting in place, training on different things that I feel like mostly is mindset pieces, bigger perspective, shifting perspective for them, supporting them how to see and be more efficient at their work. So bigger picture pieces. And then we run our team meeting, which is a lot around product management and task management and getting stuff done and knowing where all the pieces are. So that's primarily the time I spent with my team. And then I do answer questions on Slack. I jump on meetings now and again if I need to. So maybe overall, I may spend maybe three hours a week just supporting my team and being there for them, answering questions, jumping on quick meetings, making sure products are working, approving things, those kind of things, right? And then, of course, I have my client calls. So I have, a, you know, I scaled a one-on-one business. I know it's weird. Most people say you cannot scale one-on-one businesses, but I did. And so I do a lot of one-on-one work with clients. We just about to launch a group program in 2024. So that's going to be super excited, but we've been running one-on-one sessions. So I do my product sessions and my, my strategy sessions with my clients, usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I usually see my clients once a month. And if there's something in particular, once every other week, now and again, but so it's fairly easy going. It's, it's a fairly easy schedule, even on those Tuesdays and Thursdays. Maybe I have anything between three to maybe six sessions in a day at the most. Pretty nice and light. And then projects. So special projects, you know, as a visionary, right? We create a lot of new ideas, new things, visions, So projects is the moment where I really take the ideas that I have, my brilliant ideas, and start implementing them. Projects, I sometimes work with my team. I, you know, I'm divisionary, so I like to use my project time to download my ideas into my team, and then my team implements them. So we have a whole process called from idea to implementation that we utilize in my business where I can kind of just brain dump my ideas onto my team. They build out a project plan. We'll review it together. I give them some feedback. They fine tune it and then they build it out in ClickUp, which is our product management tool. They assign the team members, they set the timelines, and then they oversee the delivery and the implementation of that project. So right now you can get my super simple team assessment process that helps me evaluate my current team, identify if I need to hire somebody else, what kind of training my team members need, who is worth investing in and who needs to be more challenged to grow with a company and really turning those less than motivated team members into productive, valuating, value-adding team players. It's an on-demand five-part video series that will walk you through the whole process. It's totally free. 
And you can find it at hello sevenfigurefreedom.com team dash assessment dash video dash series. We'll make sure to add the link in the show notes and let me know. So my pride times is a lot of times those kind of things. And then of course, I spent a fair amount doing content, podcasts, YouTube videos. The way I do content though is, is, is fairly easy because I do one long form content piece like this. Um, maybe you're watching this on YouTube. Maybe you're listening to this on the podcast. Either way, it's the same piece. My team then takes it and edits everything and managing everything, breaks it down into short videos, redistribute these content in different formats, and then puts it out to email, out to social media, and on podcast. And, and it's like just flows really easily. But all I have to do is create and produce one long form piece of content per week. And then I do some sales calls. So we are you know, playing around with selling a little bit in the DMs. And that has been a lot of fun. Oftentimes I record quick little videos to answer questions for sales process, or I just jump on a quick sales call. I happen to like sales calls. I think they're really fun because it allows me to have a deep dive with somebody and really understand their business and also really support somebody and seeing what's next for them. You know, I'm one of those people that when I get on a sales call, I'm not trying to convince somebody to work with me. Because they know that they, they are the ones that know what they need. And so for me, my job is just to help them clarify what the next step is for them. And so I just come in there with that purpose of really being of service and wanting them to get to clear yes or clear no, whatever that might be. But that's pretty much it. That's how I spend my time. Team, clients, some projects, some content, and some sales. So... The reason this is all possible is because I built my business on structure. So like I said, structure to me equals freedom. And I know visionaries tend to avoid structure, right? We want these open-ended possibilities. But the structure is often actually what affords us the ability to unplug and have the spaciousness that we need. Um, so... There's this one thing that actually gives us this creative freedom that we truly crave, right? And it is structure. And the good news about structure is that you only create it once and then you can reap the benefits for years to come. So here are some of the structures that I love to put in place. So one of them is just, like I said, having a calendar, having really set times for the things that I need to get done. So I have the calendars of when I see my clients. So I block the rest of my calendar off and just allow appointments for Tuesdays and Thursdays. So you just simplify that. It cluster books everything. I could go from call to call to call. It keeps me also in that coaching mode, right? Like I'm in that mode the whole time. I'm not jumping around from doing something really detailed with that all of a sudden being in front of a client and then jumping over to a team meeting. Like I'm pretty set and I have this momentum that starts to happen when I'm in the flow and coaching clients and working with clients. And I also use outside system to kind of reinforce the structure so I'm not constantly making the choices and the decisions, right? Because when we have a lot going on and we're moving a lot, sometimes we don't have the right perspective to allow the spaciousness to be protected. We just kind of 
try to just get, we get on the hamster wheel, right? We get into that dead end street and just needs to get stuff done. And that's usually not a great place to make really strategic decisions from. So I try to eliminate those decision points from my day. So it's very flow and very easy for me to move through from moment to moment. And also, if you have to make the decisions every single moment and you have clients ask you, hey, are you available then? Are you available then? You know, can you talk? Can you see me on a Friday? You know, I just said, hey, here's my calendar, you know, wanting to find a time on there. You know, I'm pretty booked. Check it out. See what you can find. And it allows me to kind of not feel like a deer in a headlight, feeling like I have to respond in that moment. And I found myself when I put myself in that position where I have to get responses, I would oftentimes feel guilty, right, for taking the extra time off. In the beginning, when I started creating this level of spaciousness for myself, and, and then I would fill those days up, right? I would fill my Fridays up. I would fill my, my Mondays up. And the reality is now and again, I do, right? Now and again, I do. I take an appointment on a Friday. Well, I take an appointment when I have an extra whole week blocked off because I want to do a special project. Every now and again, it takes still an hour, but it's by choice. It's a very different feeling. I don't, it doesn't come from a sense of guilt. It doesn't come from a sense of obligation. It doesn't come from a sense of having to. It's truly like, yeah, that'd be like fun and easy. Let's do it. And so it's a very different approach. And so there's this level of programming that I think we've all have received along the way, both in society and definitely in business, right? There's, there's a level of that being busy means that you are important, that you are worthy, like you are sought after. There's somebody special. And so we want to stay really busy. Somehow that's, that's like a badge of honor. And so I'm really, you know, trying, like it took me a while to try to unhook from that. I would also say this, that, you know, I'm somebody that grew up with a lot of trauma. And so I have this level of responsibility that's kind of overbearing. And also the sense of perfection that's overbearing and the fear of not measuring up, right? That I have had to really work with. And all of those feelings oftentimes would propel me into feeling like I had to be available all the time to my clients and to my team. And so learning how to put this structure in place has really saved me from a lot of that compulsion and reaction. And now I get to respond instead. It's a very different relationship. And the other thing that I've really worked a lot with is minimizing transitions. So I found that when we have a lot of transitions, where we're going from one task to the next, to the next, to the next, you know, we're doing bookkeeping one moment, we're paying bills the next moment, and then we're doing a coaching call, and then we're jumping on a call with a team, then we're problem solving a a tech, or we're writing an email, and we're jumping around for all of these different projects, and we're creating all these different transitions. What I found that all of those transitions really creates a break in the flow. Right. So there's momentum that really gets lost. And on average, you know, you probably lose between 10 to 15 minutes each time you do those kind of transitions throughout the day. So, so many entrepreneurs are just being pulled in a gazillion different directions each day. And there's so much that needs to get done. And the schedule is just so overloaded. 
right? They have so much going on that they may be doing eight transitions plus every single day. And if you do eight transitions in the day, you lose two hours of productive time, right? That's a lot of time every, every week, you know, and every day, right? That's, that's 10 hours a week that's completely lost that you could have spent on something really worthwhile. So I started to really create this minimizing transition on my schedule and also block enough time between right brain tasks and left brain tasks to just really simplify. So I get to be in the flow of the left brain, the nitty gritty, the details, or I can also be in the flow with the right brain, the creativity and having some fun in the creative world. And I create momentum in those stages, right? So that I really can be much more in flow and in grace as I am working my day. So I have this thing, right, that I say all the time that simplify before you multiply or you end up multiplying chaos. So that's the thing that a lot of entrepreneurs do when we are scaling. We just start trying to just multiply the chaos, right? Everything is kind of hard to do juggling everything. It's really stressful. And then you try to pile more on top of it, right? It's totally insane when I put it that way, right? You can see the insanity, but in the moments, like the only thing we know how. And so it's really important to learn how to simplify things. So how do you simplify your schedule? How do you simplify your work week? So you create that spaciousness. And then it's almost like you create a vacuum to invite in that next level of growth. There's something really magical that starts to happen. And burnout and overwhelm that is so common in our dreamy online world um, really where, you know, people were crazy hours, but rave about their lifestyle on Instagram, right? With things falling apart on the back end because they completely lack on systems and without structure, right? You can't even get to a three-day work week because everything is so dependent on you just holding it all together, right? And it only gets worse once you start adding in a team member or two or five, Right, without structure, your team will sit around waiting for you to give them tasks to do. And with the right structure, you can easily turn a team into a self-managing team that can grow the business without you happily and proudly. That'd be excited to do it. You know, I run a team of nine people, and like I said, I spend maybe three hours a week supporting them, and the rest they just take care of stuff, right? And so how do you create that level? It's because I have my team plugged into structure, to systems that supports them to be really successful at their jobs. So, you know, a team takes enormous pride in you trusting them with running your business, empowering them to run your business for you. You know, it makes them feel really proud that you trust them like that. And using systems to keep them on track, have checks and balances in place. So it's not like you just completely let go and don't pay attention to anything anymore and just let the team run it. Like you need to have checks and balances in place so that you can find a place in between being completely in it, doing it to being, you know, unplugged and having that level of freedom, but also knowing that things are moving forward. Like I know what all our projects are at, what's happening in the different areas. Like I have a really good idea I'm not stressed out about, oh, what's going on with that over there? What's happening here? Like, I don't wake up in the middle of the night stressing over the pieces, 
you know, there's a real nice structure that everything is plugged into that then runs the business on its own and allows me that level of freedom and spaciousness that I crave. And so what is a way for you to create more spaciousness for yourself? What is your gradual next step? You know, if you can't go straight to three-day work weeks, what is that in between? What is the next step for you, right? How can you create more structure to support your spaciousness? How can you minimize transitions in your schedule? You know, how can you block time off for doing things that are in the right brain or versus the left brain and so that you can do the same task and create more momentum in one direction? And how do you start blocking time off to really create more spaciousness for yourself? Okay, That's what I would love to know. So send a message to me, email me, connect with me on social media, DM me. I would love to know what is your next step, comment on the video. I would just love to know, you know, how are you going to create more spaciousness, more ease, and really step into more of a level of ability to have those big downloads, to have that creative flow that is so powerful for us visionaries and really the place where we create the magic. Thanks for tuning in to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast. I hope this episode sparked a shift in perspective to help you amplify your impact, income, and freedom. Schedule a call with me today. You'll find the scheduling link in the show notes to take the first step towards gaining clarity on how to bring your vision to life with more ease. I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you next week for more insights, inspiration, and innovation. Check the show notes for additional resources. 